Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 314 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are here with a great question from Chris, but before we get to Chris's question, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks.com, the super easy-to-use cloud accounting solution to help you with all your business finances and their needs and the organization of all that stuff, money coming in, money going out, and also invoicing. They make it super easy to create professional-looking invoices so you can get paid and not have headaches and uh, keep doing what you need to do with your business. So. FreshBooks.com is offering a 30-day free trial if you go to GetFreshBooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, that's GetFreshBooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. All right, now let's get to today's question from Chris. Hey, Pat, this is Chris Shepard from the Successful Performer Cast at SuccessfulPerformerCast.com, and I have a question about advertising uh, on, on podcasts specifically. And my question is, how do you know when to advertise? I mean, how many listeners should I have? Uh, how do I know what to charge for advertising for things like sponsor reads and things like that? Pat, I would appreciate any kind of insight that you can offer on this. Thanks for all you do. Hey, Chris, thank you so much for the question today. And this is really important because a lot of people are starting podcasts and a lot of people want to know how to monetize it. And there's nobody better who I know who has better monetized the podcast that they have than John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire. So I recommend you actually head on over right now, everybody who is interested in podcast sponsorships. And I'm gonna give you my experience too, but I'm gonna share sort of the industry standards from a very specific post that he's written, which is the ultimate guide on podcast sponsorships. If you go to entrepreneuronfire.com slash podcast dash sponsorships, there's no better resource on this out there on the web right now, entrepreneuronfire.com slash podcast dash sponsorships. And there's a little section in there I wanna talk about really quick. Uh, and, and it involves the different kinds of audio files and advertisements that you can have and also the cost. So this section, which is called industry standard for podcast sponsorships on this post, uh, the industry standards, there's different types of lengths of episodes. So there's, a, or of advertising, for example. And there are uh, different places within your podcast that you can have these advertisements. So there's before the podcast starts, which is called your pre-roll. And there's the section in the middle of your podcast called the mid-roll. And then there's a section after your podcast called a post-roll. And you can have any combination thereof, although you have to make sure that you are still providing a good experience for your listeners. That was a main reason why I didn't get started with podcast sponsorships until episode 96 of the Smart Passive Income podcast. And actually, that's a great resource too. So if you go to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 96, you'll hear a direct conversation between myself and John Lee Dumas himself from Entrepreneur on Fire about podcast sponsorships and things to look out for and how to manage all that stuff uh, and why I eventually started to do sponsorships. And now I'm getting to a point where I'm making quite a bit of money through podcast sponsorships and I have yet to hear any real complaints about any any of it uh, because they are companies that I have aligned myself with, that I trust, that I know will help my audience out and uh, that I think are super cool and that I'm happy to work with. So again, Again, making sure the sponsors align with your audience is probably the most important thing for your audience, for yourself as somebody who is serving sponsorships, and also for the sponsors themselves. They want results too. I mean, you're putting them on your show in front of your audience to help them as well, or else they're not going to be working with you for very long. 
So let's talk about this really quick. Your pre-roll, pre-roll, and you can have them various amounts. Any of these spots in your show, you can have at varying lengths. So 15-second pre-roll, for example, or 30-second pre-roll, or a sexy, not sexy, wow, okay, 60-second mid-roll or a 60-second post-roll. For those of you who listen to Smart Passive Income, you'll know that I do 60-second post-rolls. So I've uh, made sure to, and 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 there's a lot of debate about this, whether you should have a pre-roll or a mid-roll or a post-roll. For Smart Passive Income, I'm really particular about how the show is perceived, especially by first-time listeners. So I don't have any post-roll or mid-rolls in that episode, which does decrease the amount of money I can make. But I have been able to strike deals with companies to have just only post rolls, and uh, those have been doing really, really well. My thinking is that, well, if somebody mentions a sponsor at the beginning or the middle of an episode, well, then comes the content after that, and then you kind of forget about that. So I think the post roll is just as uh, important. So if you wanted to pitch that to a potential sponsor, you could. But I do know that industry standard, they do prefer a pre-roll. And mid-rolls are great too. And if you listen to any or most podcasts with sponsors, that's that's generally how it goes. So it's your show, again, so you could do whatever you'd like. But again, check out entrepreneuronfire.com slash podcast sponsorship, sponsorships. There's a lot of great content here. You can listen to sample things on uh, John's show to see what these ad spots look like. Now, in terms of how much you might get for these ad spots, it varies, again, on the type of uh, the the type and the terms that I want to talk about really quick are CPM. CPMs means cost per uh, milli or thousand, so cost per thousand views. So this is what is used typically in the podcast world. So for example, a fifteen uh, second pre roll can command about eighteen dollars per one thousand listens, and a sixty second mid roll can command around a twenty five dollar CPM. Again, every 1,000 listens gets you $25. So if you have 1,000 listens, you get $25 if you have a 60-second mid-roll in there. If you have 10,000 listens, you can times that by 10, so $250 per episode. So if, for example, you work with a company and you have a 15-second pre-roll, and this is, again, an example used in John's article, if you have one company who you are having as a sponsor with a... 15 second pre-roll which is again $18 per thousand and then $25 for the 60 second mid-roll that's essentially $43 per episode 18 plus 25 for every thousand listens so a thousand listens is $43 well if you have 10,000 listeners that would cost the sponsor about $430 for that pre-roll mid-roll combo and again you can structure it any way you want but these are just some baseline numbers that you can use so then let's say you have two sponsors per episode so two 15 second sponsors up front at $18 each per thousand cpm and then two mid-rolls at 60 seconds each at $25 per thousand cpm or uh per, yeah per thousand uh, cpm then you can multiply that 430 by two because you have two sponsors, so $860 per episode. So if you do four episodes per month, you would get $3,440 at 10,000 listens. Well, what does listens mean? Well, this is another thing you have to realize. Companies will typically ask for the number of listens per episode. Well, what does that mean? On that day it comes out or after a year? What is it? Well, typically it's after six weeks. So you can go back into Libsyn or SoundCloud and check what your average is for episodes after six weeks, for episodes that have been alive for at least six weeks. And so for me, if I were going to recommend, okay, when should I start to have podcasts on? 
or excuse me, sponsors on your podcast, it's really difficult to do it from day one. Even with an audience, it's difficult to do it from day one because they want to see how many listens you get per uh, per, per episode. And uh, it's hard to do that when you're just starting out. Now, when I started Ask Pat, I even had a, a, a podcast with X number of downloads, tens of thousands of numbers of downloads. And starting Ask Pat from scratch, it was very difficult to get sponsors right at the beginning, which is why you'll see in the first few episodes of Ask Pat, there are no sponsors. But I did train my audience to listen to sponsorships and get involved with taking action on, on those spots and, and the fact that there would be some sort of uh, pre-roll and a post-roll in Ask Pat by sharing my own resources, links to certain articles on my sites, affiliate things, and things like that. But I never mentioned sponsorships until sponsorships finally came on board. So yeah, just... You know, once you see that every episode is over a certain number of downloads by week six, that's your CPM. That's what John recommends. So you can adjust this as often as you'd like. He adjusts it quarterly. So sponsors only care about how many downloads you're guaranteeing for the specific episode. So go to your stats, look at the downloads you have per episode, and use that to find your CPM. Now, there's a few different models that I'm not going to go over right now because that's sort of the most common that's used, what I just went over. And again, entrepreneuronfire.com slash podcast dash sponsorships. It's uh, definitely the best resource out there and that's gonna help you. So um, uh, really, again, when do you wanna start adding sponsors? Well, you don't have to worry about getting to 10,000 downloads to do that. I mean, a lot of people think they have to get to that point before they could start, but you can start beforehand because you know, be, because, of the, because of the model, the CPM model, uh, companies are paying for every thousand so even if you have 1000 there's they, they could potentially pay you if they're interested in working with you and you'll never know unless you ask you'll never know unless you ask and if you have a highly targeted audience it, they might be very in, uh, in, interested in what you have to offer um, you can run test runs too in terms of the contracts that you're going to create and john has a lot of sample contracts and things you can use as well on his resource entrepreneuronfire.com but Again, one thing I like to do, especially if companies are sort of like, oh, well, you know, I'm not sure, you know, hey, let's try it out for one or two episodes and see what the response is like. And then if you like it from there, we can uh, we can strike a deal for much longer and I'll give you a discount on that, for example. So I'll, I'll often do that myself. When a company decides to go on board, I'll maybe give them if they get two months for if they if they book two months worth worth of sponsorships which is for Smart Passive Income about eight episodes, I'll throw in an extra episode or something like that just to guarantee that longer contract. Actually, three months, then I guarantee an extra one because that's quite a bit of money, uh, especially with the downloads that I have, which are going between 80,000 and 100,000 per episode. So you can see that you know once you get those listens and those downloads, you know it could be very, very lucrative. And that's why I think sponsorships are uh, potentially a, a, an important part of your podcast, especially if you have an audience and you're looking to find out how to monetize uh, there are a lot of companies out there willing to pay quite a bit of money to make sure they get in front of the right audience. And so making sure you know who your audience is and that you are able to connect with companies that would serve them, I mean, it's going to be a winning combination. But those are the models that you would use. And and again, you shouldn't wait too long to get started. I would wait after six weeks. If you have over 1,000 downloads, you know, give it a shot. That's where I would start. And then you can grow from there. So I hope that answers your question, uh, Chris, and I really appreciate this. I think it's going to be helpful for a lot of people, and hopefully we'll send over a lot of people to John's site about podcast sponsorships because that's completely the, the most useful resource out there on this particular topic. So again, thank you, Chris, for this question, and Ask Pat Teacher is headed your way for having your question featured here on the show. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to Ask Pat. You can ask right there on that page, thanks to speakpipe.com. I also want to thank freshbooks.com, the easiest accounting solution for all 
of you small business owners out there, and they serve a lot. They serve over 3 million business owners, uh, including myself. And I would highly recommend it for organizing your finances, especially come tax season. It's just really easy to print out these reports to give to your CPA or your tax guy, and it just makes life so much easier. They also have an award-winning mobile app, so you can check the status of your accounts on the fly, on the go, and they make invoicing super easy. So if you're a coach or you have clients or you're a consultant of some kind, just with a few clicks of a button, you can have these really quick, easy invoices that have uh, buy or not pay now buttons and all that stuff uh, embedded in them to to make it easy for not only you to get paid, but for your customer or client to pay you as well. It just makes everybody's life easier. So again, if you want to get a 30-day free trial, you can check it out right now by going to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. All right, now here's a quote to finish up. This is from Brian Eisenberg. He says, never forget social media is for reach, but email is for revenue. Cheers, take care, and let's see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Thanks, guys.